It's been a weird time in the life of a working writer, and I'm trying to record these episodes and do formatting differently, so I thought this was the ideal episode to start that with. So, this week, I really went into a dark place and started feeling some of that old anxiety that I thought I had shed when I was on vacation, and it crept back in, because I didn't know what to do or where to go or whatever. And then, well, I broke out my lucky writing shirt. And that kind of became the first in a series of events that gave me some perspective and changed shit up. So, hang out for a minute, or 20. Take a breath, grab a salad, or a cup of tea, or whatever you want to do while you're listening to this. And enjoy the latest confession from me, Matt, your favorite working writer, about the convergence, the odd convergence of my Lucky Writing Shirt, Hellraiser, and Iggy Pop's New Wave phase. this one shirt that is definitively my lucky writing shirt. It is, uh, it, it's, it's a red plaid shirt. It's faded. So it's pinkish now. Um, it's got holes everywhere. It's insane holes in both elbows, holes in one armpit. Uh, you know, it's probably not anything I would wear out, I guess. Um, but it's so comfortable. It's so soft. It's it's absolutely perfect. And as an autistic person, the way my clothes feel is actually more important to me than the way they look. Uh, my fiance could tell you this. You'll often see me in some stuff where you're like, what the hell? Uh, but it's because the feel of clothes uh, is way more important. I will change t-shirts six times if they don't feel right. Um, it's, it's just a thing. But this shirt... This one particular shirt is definitively my lucky writing shirt, right? Like, I put it on, and suddenly everything feels good again. And there's a point to that, right? There's a point to why that shirt, that particular thing, it feels good. Why I need that, right? Um... So it's been a tumultuous time uh, for me for the last several months, probably, if you've been keeping up with this. Uh, not with personal relationships or anything, but with work and, and business and the direction that things are going, right? And I have been, um, I've been frighteningly content for a while to kind of be passive in a lot of ways and, and not really get out there and do what I want to do. Because of fear, because of anxiety, because of all the shit that hits all of us, right? Because when you're a working creative or you're trying to do a thing you love to do that really puts yourself out there, sometimes it's it's more convenient and it's more comforting to go it with other people, right? Sometimes that's the thing. You're like, oh, thank God there's someone else to share this burden with me. Oh, I need it. But that's not always going to work, right? 
you can't accept that. So because of all of that, I've ended up in this really weird place. And so I've not been creating as much, right? Like it's been hard for me to get back on the horse and that leads to more anxiety. It's a vicious cycle. I need to create to vent anxiety. If I don't vent anxiety, this happens. So uh, I, I put my writing shirt back on this week. I haven't worn it in a while. Like it's been a while since I put on the lucky writing shirt, but I put it back on. I don't know, just because it was comforting. I got out of the shower and I was looking through my closet and thinking about clothes and I was like, oh, it's the lucky writing shirt. And something in my brain said, put that on. So I put on the lucky writing shirt, right? This was just like yesterday. Well, so for those of you keeping score, I say yesterday, you don't know when I'm recording things. So for those of you keeping score, this was like, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere in there. So I put on the lucky writing shirt and I came downstairs and I was immediately bombarded by all of the, uh, all of the stuff, the social media, the fear mongering, the, the fucking everything. It all hit me like a semi truck as it always does. So I needed to walk away from it. And and that's weird because sometimes I, I get obsessed. I get drawn into those things. I call it research. I just get drawn into bullshit. So I said, well, I'm working on some horror short stories and things like that. Um, what can I do right now? And I went, well, let's take a notebook. So I took a, a, just a standard, you know, like com composition notebook. And I sat on my couch and I turned on the TV um, and I watched uh, the 1980s classic horror film, Hellraiser. I know, it's, it's something, I don't know, I always thought it was interesting when I was a kid. I still think it's interesting. I like a lot of the storytelling devices. I like a lot of the things Clive Barker did with that film. It's not for everybody, but it's for me. So I sat there and I was watching the movie and I was taking notes on a short story that I'm working on. And I was like, oh, okay. And it felt good. I felt good. I felt comfortable. I felt centered. I was in my comfy writing shirt. I was watching Hellraiser. I had a notebook and a pen in my hand. I had a cup of green tea off to the side. I was doing the thing. 100% I was doing the thing. So I finished that finished Hellraiser and was like, okay, I'm not quite ready to get this short story going yet. I got some ideas, but there's still some things I need to let my brain ruminate through. But I need to write. And I need to, I need to write something. I need to make words. It's what we do. We're fucking writers. So I need to make words happen. So I went back to my office now. Now, you know, we've watched Hellraiser. We've had a little lunch. I go back to my desk. And I go, well, I've got a couple of things I was working on for medium where I write. Let's sit down and bang one of those out. So I sit down uh, and start working on a piece of satire about like productivity, which, you know, if you, if you follow me on medium, a lot of what I write is either um, encouraging kind of articles for writers, trying to keep them away from this hustle grind, how to SEO your way to a billion dollars. Cause that's just going to fucking crush your spirit. Um, I write that, and then I also write satires, usually making fun of hyper-productivity writing process strategy goons. 
that's usually who my target is. Although sometimes it's things like banned books or certain political opinions or whatnot. Um, I don't know that I have the nuts to go after Elon Musk right now, although he's also on my list. Um, but I just don't know that I feel like I have the time to deal with the Musk rats when they get pissed off at you. So anyway, I, I, I sit back down and go, I'll, I'll work on this medium piece. So I sit down to work on the medium piece and I get done with it. And I go for a walk and I come back and I'm looking at it, doing an edit. And I start to have that fear. Here I am again, lucky writing shirt, had some tea, watched some Hellraiser. Everything sounds like it's going good. I start to have some fear, as we all do. I've created something. It's a satire, but maybe people won't like it. Do I want to put it out? And I've been doing this a long time, right? I'm 42 years old. I've been doing this most of my life. And putting that out there still scares me. Like, I still get stage fright. It's a normal thing. So... I opened up my, my music on my computer and I started scrolling through what I wanted to find. And uh, I found Iggy Pop. Now, I'm, I'm a big fan of Iggy Pop, Iggy and the Stooges, way back in the day. Like, I've listened to a lot. But the particular song that caught my eye was Wild One, which is from Iggy Pop's lesser-known new wave phase, which is kind of awesome. It actually was a really popular song and did real well for him. But this is Iggy Pop, who sang like Search and Destroy and shit. Um, like he can best be described by me as a rock monster. The man's in his 70s and still does this shit. Um, he's incredible. But Iggy had this phase where he was like going to do a little new wave stuff. And he had this thing. I, I just pushed play and I sat there and I listened and I let the music go into my head for a minute. And as the music went into my head, I suddenly started realizing Iggy had a new wave phase. Iggy just did it, right? He just put it out there. Whether it was going to be good, bad, and different, he just did the thing. And it turns out to be pretty good. And that made me feel better. So I put that out there. I wrote the piece, I released it, and people liked it. Well, there you go. So... It had me thinking about this divine sort of convergence between a lucky writing shirt, Hellraiser, and Iggy Pop. Um, because it's, it's not something normally you think about, but those are the little things that reveal to us our influences, right? They reveal to us the things that we can take comfort and find solace in, the things that help us, right? One of the problems of this hyper-productivity, super-help, guru culture we're in is everyone wants to tell you what your thing needs to be, right? Because that's what they can sell. It's hard to sell. Let Find out your own shit. It's easy to sell. Let me tell you good things, right? So, for example, I often love to make fun of Stoics, right? The newly minted Stoics who read, like, the Cliff's Notes of Epictetus and then start talking shit. And, and again, are like, you know, Stoicism is the greatest philosophy because there was never a philosophical evolution beyond fucking Stoicism. Human thought never went anywhere. That was that was the epitome, and we should all just go back. You know, it's it's not that there's nothing to be found in it. It's the sort of blind allegiance to it that makes me nuts. So I, I take the piss out of them a lot and, and think about it because they are constantly telling you, well, this is what you need to think, and this will make you feel better, right? Uh, I've battled a lot of mental illness in my life, a lot of depression, a lot of problems. 
and uh, you always hear people, well, get over it, or man, you know, if you spend more time outside, that's scientifically proven to reduce your depression, and it's enough to make you want to, you know, let's stick with the theme that we're on here a little bit, it's enough to make you want to go leatherface and grab a chainsaw and chase people down a country road. It really is. Um, you need to find the thing that works for you, Right? You need to find the thing that works for you and just do the thing. So I've been focusing on doing some medium writing. I've been focusing on that. I'm thinking more about the format of this podcast and where we will go and what we will do. I'm toying with the idea of doing some YouTube video, maybe some writing aids or some exercise things. I don't know. I don't know if I'll even do it, but I'm playing around with the idea because I have kept so much available time for the dreams of other people and eliminated time for the dreams of myself. You're probably not that different from me, right? Like, let me go ahead and clear this up. Your boss has their dream, and you may be employed by them to help them get to their dream, but their dream is not your dream. And unless your boss is really cool, oh, and there are some of them out there, they don't really give a shit about your dream. They don't. They're too busy working on theirs. So you're spending all this time dedicating yourself in this, like, loyalty mission to, to follow through on their dream, assuming that someday they'll return the favor, and they very well might not. You have to find the time to work your own dream. You have to think about those things, and you have to just do it. And the start of doing that, when it seems really scary and dark, because that's when you know, you'll know when you need to do this, when the rest of the world seems really dark and really fucking confusing, and you have no idea. Right? You have no idea what's going on. That's when you know you need to do this shit. But you're going to be scared, and it's hard to do anything when you're scared. So when you're scared, go back to those basics, go back to those influences, and be gentle on yourself and let yourself start moving forward. In my case, that was putting on a lucky writing shirt. That was watching Hellraiser. That was listening to Iggy Pop. That was getting back in a place where I can operate from and letting the world fucking go. Since then, that has turned into more writing, that has turned into more reading, that has turned into more thinking and brainstorming and contemplating what do I want to do, what are my next steps in the next six months, both as a writer in my creative endeavors, but also like from a business and professional standpoint, because I'm at a weird place with that too, right? And so not knowing where all that's going to be and, and feeling like I'm lost, well, okay, I can respond to being lost two ways. I can stand there and go, I'm fucking lost. Somebody hopefully finds me. Or I can start getting unlost and figuring shit out for myself. If you are lost in the woods and people know where you are, it's probably a good idea to sit there and, and wait for someone to find you. If you are lost in your path to life, it's probably a good idea to start looking around you and decide which direction you want to walk because most of those people, and look, they're good people, they have good hearts, but no matter how much they tell you that they're going to be there and walk the path with you, they're not. They're not. You have to walk that path, right? This is what came from that convergence of things, right? These are the thoughts that started happening. So now I'm taking notes in journals, I'm, I'm working again on thoughts, things are invigorated. I actually feel kind of professionally energized in a way I haven't for a little while. I've reprioritized some projects, um, i figured some stuff out. Things happen as they need to when you engage with them, right? 
You have to engage. You have to move forward. You can't wait for shit to happen to you. This is why concepts like the law of attraction truly piss me off. One, two reasons that law totally pisses me off. One, because it assumes that everything shitty happening to people is happening to people because they're not positive enough. That's complete horseshit. Um, no debate to be had there. Two, it assumes that you can manifest and positively think good shit to happen in your life. And I don't believe in that either. I think having a positive outlook can be helpful and it can help you get through some hard shit. But you have to sit down and do some work. So, what is the convergence of my lucky writing shirt and Hellraiser and Iggy Pop? It's creating a space where I'm comfortable and can start working on things for me and be inspired by things I care about. Because too often we're caught up in other people's visions and other people's ideas, and that doesn't help us. Right? And it's, look, this has been a hard revelation for me. This has been one of those things where I have to, you know, consider have I been a good mentor? Have I been a good friend? Have I done the things in the writing community I want to do? Have I done the things in my professional life and like marketing and shit that I want to do? You know, is this where I want to be? And there's a lot of those questions that have to come up. A lot of things you have to ask. So I'm still in a period of transition. And look, we had a new format for this episode. We may keep with that format. That may change again. I'm just going to get really wildly, crazily experimental for a little bit. And you should too. If you feel stuck, if you need to change your diet, if you need to change your workout routine, if you need to, you know, work on a project, if you need to figure out what you want to do with your life, it's time to get wildly experimental and see what fucking works for you. And maybe you need help with that, and maybe you don't. You tell me, okay? That's for you to figure out. Hell, I don't even know whether I need help or not. But that's for you to figure out. You have to think about what it's going to take for you. I have to think about what it's going to take for me. I don't know. All of this came together because of this odd convergence. I said divine. I don't know if I want to keep the divine word. That seems to be like an overused fucking buzzword. We'll go serendipitous. No, no. I'm just going to go odd because of the odd convergence of a lucky writing shirt, Hellraiser, and Iggy Pop's new wave phase. Right? Like that odd convergence, the odd meeting of those things created a space from which I was able to finally unwrap a thing in my head. And it's so simple because they're just things I enjoy. But we get caught up in professional development, this and that, and other people's standards. It's a problem I struggled with my entire life. It's probably a problem some of you struggle with, being caught up with other people's standards. Stop. Just stop. Stop letting other people rule how you're going to do things, what you're going to do, telling you the best way to do things. Just do the things you want to do. Seriously, 100% do the things you want to do. Get into a comfortable place, get experimental, and figure it out. Because that's the only way it's going to happen. Right? That's the only way it's going to happen. Maybe you want to write online. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to write short stories. Maybe you want to record a podcast or do YouTube videos or TikTok or whatever. I don't know. Do you. 
do your thing. What I do know is the odds are really high that someone out there needs or wants what you're going to create. And you need to work on that. Look, I'm terrible about stressing myself out by worrying about every other fucking thing on planet Earth. Except the shit that I can actually control and do. I get worked up and stressed out about stuff that I, I have nothing to do with and people that I don't see anymore or anything. Some of it's the autism. It is. I tend to fixate. I fixate very well. I'm a great researcher. The problem is it keeps me in a state of high stress and it's not good for me and it's not good for my body and it's not good for my work. So I'm just done worrying about the other shit. I have this little patch, this little place, this convergence of those three things, that lucky writing shirt, Hellraiser, and Iggy Pop's new wave face has created me a little island from which I can work again. And we're going to keep doing that. And the island will get bigger. And some days on the island will be wonderful and sunshiny and awesome. And some days on the island will be shitty. And we will take the good with the bad and move forward as best we can. That's all we can do. So if you're listening to this, find that favorite shirt, that lucky pair of socks. Go on a bike ride with the bike that you love so much or, you know, watch a movie or read a book that you've always loved. I don't care. what It could be a Dr. Seuss book for all I care, just something that inspires you. Listen to some music that gives you some courage that fortifies you up and take care of yourself. Let those things converge, 3, 5, 10, 20, whatever it takes. Let them converge and build a little space where you can start to think. Let go of the pressure of money and fame and all the bullshit. And just do the thing you want to do. Life is way too fucking short. And you probably waste way too much time. And I have definitely wasted way too much time. That's the thing. So get out there. Find those little items, those things, those movies, those activities, whatever it is. Let that open up a space for you and work from there. And I'm going to close this like a third grade book report. And that is what I learned from the odd, from the odd convergence of my lucky writing shirt, Hellraiser, and Iggy Pop's new wave phase. What can you learn from your stuff? Until next time, I'm Matt, a working writer, and this has been my confession. Thank you.